Hello and welcome back to the Grace Emily podcast. We are on episode five, so over a month of episodes, which is awesome. And I'm honestly just so happy to be here this week. I have had a nightmare of a week with technology. My computer that I have had for like six years broke on me so I had to get a new one um and all the things but we're here we're recording and it's working so (laughs) we're doing well we're doing well um so I guess my little weekly catch-up it's been a very good week very very hot here on the Gold Coast which has been absolutely lush I am not complaining in the slightest um and it's honestly just been a week of training client calls launching new things speaking to people um and it's been a really really good week feeling really good feeling very energized today which is nice um I have been feeling a little bit unenergized for the last few days but for the most part feeling really really good I don't really have anything big to update on there is some things coming that I will definitely be updating you on in the current weeks but for the moment that's that's me that's me So this week's episode is a little different. I actually jumped on my Instagram stories and asked if anybody had any questions that they wanted me to answer on the podcast and there were some really, really good questions. So I'm going to jump in. I was like, ask anything, business, life, mindset, the move, whatever came up Um, and there were some really cool ones. So I'm going to jump straight in and get started. So it felt fitting to answer this question first, naturally. So somebody asked, what does your morning routine look like? And I love this question. Anyone who knows me knows I am a sucker for a morning routine and a night routine actually. Um, But specifically the mornings, I am very much a morning person. I always feel like I get the most done in the morning. I feel my best in the morning. I just love the mornings. (laughs) So I really, really love this question. So my morning routine, I've definitely established very well over the last two weeks and I feel like I'm very very set in it now um and it just makes me feel really good gets me set up for the day and all the things so I get up at about 4 30 a.m which may sound crazy and I get it it does sound a little bit crazy but the sunrise here starts rising at like 4 55 a.m um and I really like to be on the beach for the sunrise so I get up I head straight to the bathroom I don't touch my phone that's like a really really big thing for me is I don't touch my phone until I actually like get out the door um so I just like go to the bathroom do my skincare face all the things and then I normally just put on like comfy clothes um and head out of the door to the beach the beach is literally like I can see the beach from my apartment which is wild um so I literally yeah just go and I head out onto the beach and I normally have like my big headphones on, I go for a beach walk and this is when I will plug into Voxer for my clients and the reason that I find this is so so good and so so effective for me is because like I haven't consumed any social media, I'm like totally in my own energy and I always feel like I can be the best coach that I can be in those moments because I am so in my own energy and it's it's just like a really really good time for me to respond to anything that pops up and just be a coach. I really, really love my morning walk. So I normally walk for about half an hour, two and a half kilometers, three kilometers ish. Um, and then I head back to my apartment. I have all my morning supplements, my probiotics, my iron, all the things. Um, and then I normally have a crumpet. I don't know what it is about Australian crumpets, but they are so different but so good, like so good here. Um, And I don't like to have like a really, really big meal before I go to the gym. So a crumpet and peanut butter and banana is like 
where it's at it's absolutely perfect um so yeah I normally have my crumpet and then I get ready for the gym and then I normally head to the gym and I get to the gym for about well no for seven o'clock I normally do the seven o'clock class um and I just follow the program that is there um for me and again I don't really go on to social media until I've kind of done all of that and then came come home from the gym so I normally try and have my whole morning without social media I also phone slash facetime my parents um at this time as well like in the morning before I go to the gym so that is like my my morning routine um as of right now I really really love it and then after the gym I just have my big breakfast and get straight into work whether that's like client calls master classes mentorship you know whatever the day looks like every day is kind of different um content creation just whatever is on the cards for that day but that is my morning routine so I thought I would do more lifestyle questions and then I'll kind of move into like business Australia kind of questions so another lifestyle question was actually what supplements do you take and I don't take a huge amount of supplements but the ones that I have taken are ones that I've taken like for years um so I know that they work <laughs> and I know that they work for me so I take a probiotic in the morning and this is just like a powdered probiotic probiotic it's like an all-natural vegan um made out of like green banana cinnamon it's really good for your hair your skin your nails all the things so I take that first thing in the morning and then I take iron as well just because I've had my bloods done a few times and I'm always iron deficient I think it runs in the family um I don't know I'm not a doctor but I do take iron just so that I know I'm getting my iron <laughs> I don't eat red meat so I think that that has a lot to do with it um and then obviously I take protein powder at least once a day sometimes twice a day depending on what I'm eating what I'm having um and again I just use a like natural plant-based one not for any particular reason other than it sets, sits better on my tummy than whey protein does um and then I take a greens powder every day again I don't really know if they do that much um but I feel good after it so that's the main thing um oh and I normally have a magnesium hot chocolate before I go to bed which I love <laughs> um but that is pretty much it for like daily supplements I would say there is nothing else it's nothing particularly special so the next question is how have you found the lifestyle moving to Australia I love it <laughs> simply I love it and yeah that's honestly all I have to really say about it is I feel like the lifestyle here was 100% built for me I'm up so early I love the beach I love being outside I love the gym environment like everything here is like tick 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 um for me I have never felt more happy with the lifestyle that I'm living and it's just a lifestyle that you can't live in England <laughs> there's honestly no way around it um just because of the weather here and the sun and everything that goes into that like the lifestyle here is yeah probably one of the best things that I have ever experienced and I love it I love it so much so another question was about my nutrition and I actually had a couple of questions about this asking if I was vegan or if I was vegetarian um, and what my like nutrition and lifestyle so I'm just gonna put them all into one and just speak about my nutrition and my lifestyle so no firstly I'm not vegan I'm not vegetarian um 
no <laughs> the simple answer is is that I don't eat red meat simply because I don't really like it um but I do eat a lot of chicken turkey fish that's my kind of like general protein sources lots of veggies greens um fruits veggies I don't really have any like foods that I don't eat apart from that I would say I'm reasonably fussy with what I do like and what I don't like um but I don't cut out any food groups and yeah I would say that for the most part I eat pretty whole foods I say that loosely um I'm not a nutritionist I I am a PT but I'm not a nutritionist so I just eat what makes me feel good um and just try to listen to my body I do roughly track macros again very very loosely and I definitely don't do it every day um it's just to make sure that I'm getting enough of the nutrients and the protein and the carbs and everything that I need to support my lifestyle, my training and everything. So yeah, but I don't not eat meat. I do eat meat, <laughs> which was the kind of general question. Was that my veggie? No, I'm not veggie. Um, so yes. So I'm going to be moving into some of the business questions that came up and I love all of these. Um, there were so many different ones that I want to speak to so I've just picked out a few that I feel like I have more to say on. <laughs> um, so one that came up was how do you deal with creative slumps within your business and honestly I don't think I've ever really experienced creative creative slumps I would say for the most part the only time I have experienced some sort of creative block is when I'm actively trying to create something which sounds silly but I find that a lot of the ideas for all of the programs that I run and the masterclasses um, or even just content as a whole come very very organically like I'll be mid-set in the gym and like I'll have an idea for a masterclass and I'll be like oh my god this is it and then I'll run with it. So I would say the only creative block that I've ever really experienced is when I'm like, oh, I want to do something. Um, and nine times out of 10, that doesn't go anywhere because it's not coming from an organic or aligned place for me. So I think I would just say, like, if you are finding that you're getting blocked or you are finding that there's some sort of resistance there, I would definitely check in of like what the intent intention is where you're currently at in business right because if you are very much integrated in the work that you're doing and very much within alignment within your business I would say that mostly the ideas are going to come very organically and they're going to just kind of come without I'm not going to say without effort because obviously a lot goes into a course a lot goes into a masterclass but more from a place of like it should come quite naturally like and if it's not then maybe it's because there's a part of you that isn't fully integrated and in what you want to be speaking to or maybe there's a part of you that has a little bit more work to do with regards to mindset or maybe you're just creating blocks yourself so that you actually just don't have to do something and that's that's like a totally different conversation honestly but I definitely found at the beginning kind of stages of business initially um I would be like blocking myself from doing what I wanted to do by just saying like oh I don't know what I want to do right because as long as we as long as we don't know we actually just don't have to do anything because we're sitting in this place of like oh I don't know so then you don't move and then you don't do anything so yeah I would say that just get really clear on who you are 
who you want your business to be um, and where you foresee your business going and then taking it from there and naturally as you grow as you evolve as you learn your business will grow with you and I know that I've said that before but yeah who I am when I started the business compared to who I am now are two very different people um, and my business has just grown with me and my evolution as a human so the next question that I wanted to speak to just because I think it's so important is what would you say to someone who was starting out in business and there's a lot <laughs> that I would want to say um, but I think probably the main thing would be get a coach and I know I know that sounds silly but having someone in your corner whilst navigating a business like I didn't get a, a coach like a business coach until I was I think three months into my business it might not have been quite three months but the value and the growth that I had during the time of getting a coach um of when I started getting a coach was like insane so if I had done that like right at the beginning it would have been really really cool I think and I would have yeah so I would definitely say like get a coach and also just ask lots of questions just don't be afraid to ask don't be afraid to learn um and also just really, really take the time to get clear on who you are and what you want your vision to be. Um, it can be quite overwhelming at first because there feels like there's so many different moving parts within business, which is, is absolutely true. But I would say don't let yourself get stuck on logistics. <laughs> Don't get stuck on creating a website. Don't get stuck on all of those nitty gritty things because they do all work out and they do all get there with time. I would say focus on client experience, focus on what you're offering um, and don't give up. Don't give up because it, it does take a lot of grit. It does take a lot of work. It does take you a lot of resilience, especially in those first few months of business. Like it does take time to grow. Um, and I, I think people see other people online and they're like, oh, they grew re really quickly and instantly make that mean something about them. When the reality of it is, okay, yes, maybe the business grew quickly or whatever that is, but you haven't seen what's going on behind the scenes, right? You haven't seen how they've been showing up on Instagram for two, three, four years before they actually actually launched a business right so there are lots and lots of different moving parts so yeah I would say get a coach I would say be mindful of what you're consuming on social media and how you're comparing yourself to other people within the industry or within your industry um, and just be conscious of how you're making other people or other people's success mean something about you um, and do the work yeah just do the work and when I say the work I mean yes do the business work work on the back end work on the logistics you know the stripe links kajabi all of the things but I also mean like do the work on yourself because that is the biggest part of business and I say this a lot and I will continue to say it um there's no point having a business if behind the scenes you're falling apart and that is the biggest thing I always 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 focus on the human behind the scenes because naturally your reality is going to catch up and if you are doing the work you are putting the work in you are you know really really looking at yourself as a whole zooming out of the business and just so so anchored in what you're offering and so so anchored in who you are as a mentor naturally your reality is always going to catch up right it's always going to catch up and I have so much evidence of this in my business in other people's business in my clients business right if you actually just start doing the work on yourself naturally 
your business is going to catch up and everything will catch up. So yeah, I would say focus on the human behind the scenes and don't get too caught up in like the really nitty gritty things because they come, they come with time naturally. So the last business question that I'm going to answer today is how did you scale that fast? Um, good question. <laughs> I think like logistically, I have always been very consistent on social media. I would post on Instagram most days. I would post on TikTok most days. Um, so naturally I gained a following from that. Um, but I, I would honestly say, I think the biggest like pivot for me starting a business and like getting into coaching and all of those different things would be from day one I have always been really really anchored in my vision um, and even when I started off as fitness and mindset the mindset work was always what I was focused on and that was always what I was speaking to um, and naturally I have always been very very true to myself and naturally I have always been very very true to what I believe and I think that that has really enabled me to create trust within my audience um, but also within my clients like the conversations that we have um the depth that my clients go to and then they'll come off a call and they'll message me and be like I've never told anyone that before and I, th I think that the creating safety as a mentor is one of the most important things um so with regards to scaling a business I think honestly focusing on being the best coach that you can be naturally you're going to scale the business I think people get really, really caught up on like wanting more or wanting, you know, more clients or wanting more masterclasses or wanting more courses or whatever that looks like. When if you actually just take a step back and actually focus on offering value and actually focus on being a really fucking good coach, naturally it's going to grow. I think people want like a shortcut or like a critique cookie cutter solution of how to scale a business or how to grow like this massive business and I yeah okay fine um but I have always been very very grounded in who can I be behind the scenes and how can I actually improve myself to be the best coach that I can be and I've, I've said it before I've invested so much money in my own development which in turn helps my clients develop right so I think it would be that I would say a lot of shadow work as well goes into it and why I've been able to scale and just seeing parts of myself that maybe I haven't wanted to see before but how that actually can play out in business and how you can hold yourself behind the scenes um within business and then obviously logistics point of view as I said consistency with posting connection with community all of these different moving parts and I speak to these lightly but obviously you can't have a business without marketing you can't have a business without actually selling something um so yes, the mindset work is, is what I'm passionate about and what I speak to a lot, but obviously there is a lot of logistics that go on behind the scenes of business as well, right? Email marketing, selling courses, Kajabi links and everything. And even with my clients, we have a very, very balanced, I would say probably like maybe 60% mindset, 40% strategy, but there is both and you have to do both within that. So yeah. I hope that kind of answered the question. <laughs> I think it did. Um, so yeah, with regards to scaling, I would say focus on who you are as a mentor and focus on client experience to start with. I was just thinking of one more thing that I want to add to that is um, people's perception of like a fast growing business and a slow growing business 
will be very different like my perception of fast and your perception of fast will naturally be different so I would definitely check in with maybe what you're consuming on social media um, and the expectations that you're putting on yourself on your business and just be aware of if you're comparing your day three to someone else's day 300 Um, so I think that's important to note when you're trying to scale a business as well So this is actually the last business question. Um, What has been the hardest thing to navigate in business? Interesting, interesting question. And I think that maybe there are a few parts to this. Um, And I guess it's kind of outside of business more than in the business, which sounds weird to say, but I would say the hardest part would be potentially losing people who don't understand or don't want to understand the vision that you have and then them not supporting you or not being able to support you with what you're doing and again no shade to anyone at all um I think it is it is something that as a business owner you have to deal with and as you grow and as you evolve not everyone is going to come with you and that gets to be okay like that does 100% get to be okay but I think I allowed that to get to me more than perhaps I should have um and I made it make I made it yeah (laughs) I made it make (laughs) wow um I made it mean something about me and who I am, and who I am as a person, when the reality of it is, it was actually their projections that were causing this, um, and it was their shit to deal with, Um, and if they didn't want to deal with that, that gets to be okay, but it wasn't my problem, and I think I definitely took a lot of that on, um, which in turn maybe slowed me down in business initially, because I was, I was very, very worried about what other people were saying, or what other people were projecting, Um, but yeah I would say that's probably the hardest thing and just learning how to stay in your lane and stay true to who you are um and just kind of accepting the fact that not everyone's gonna come with you and maybe they're not your people and that's okay um it's tricky (laughs) it can be tricky um but as long as you're being true to yourself and as long as you're being true to what you believe um then yeah I think that is the biggest thing and just not letting other people stop you from doing what you want to do because they feel some sort of way about it I'd say that's the hardest thing um that I've had to navigate in business even though it's kind of outside of business so moving on to a few questions about the move um oh that was instagram sorry (laughs) um how am I feeling having moved across the world? I'm feeling really good. Thank you for asking. I am feeling really good. I really, really love it here. Um, yeah, I've never felt more at home. And again, the lifestyle. I love the lifestyle so, so much. I'm just kind of bouncing off that question. Someone said, is there anything that I miss from England? Um, it's so funny. No, I don't miss England, like, at all. There is nothing like literally nothing I miss about England I miss some of the people right I miss my parents I miss my friends I miss my cats um so no I don't miss England but I miss the people in England and the yeah that's what I miss the most and that's probably the hardest thing 
but I don't miss England as a whole, which is interesting. I thought the transition was going to be a lot harder than it has been, um, which is, again, interesting. But I think because I had wanted to do this for so long, it was kind of a very, very natural thing anyway. Um, but no, I don't miss England. <laughs> I don't miss England at all. And the very last question that I am going to answer today actually came from one of my clients and I just adore her. Um, do you feel like you're creating a new version of yourself by moving or stepping into your true self? Love this. Love this. Um, I feel like I'm just stepping into my true self. Yeah, because I'm I'm obviously still the same person, but I feel like almost everything moving here has been elevated. Like my passion for work has been elevated, my passion for movement has been elevated, my passion for the gym has been elevated. Like I feel like it's just me, but on like a whole new level. <laughs> and even my clients have said like, wow, the energy and what you're giving having moved is just been absolutely insane, um, which has just been so so cool to hear um so yeah I think I would say I feel like I'm stepping into the true version of myself um yeah yeah I love that question though I really love that question um so that's gonna be it that's going to be it for today's episode thank you so much for tuning in as always um and I will speak to you next week. If you have any questions or anything that you want answered, as always, just jump in Instagram. Um, and if you have anything that you want me to particularly speak to or go into a little bit more depth on the potty, then 100% DM me and let me know. Um, but the response to the podcast as a whole has been so, so huge. And I'm so, so happy there are so many of you listening. Um, so, yeah. That's me for today. I will see you or speak to you next week.